Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of JA's Recipe for Success. I'm your host, Lori Salarulo. I'm the proud president and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Today's show is really, really special for me. Um, it's really just speaks to uh, my passion for what JA does uh, and the whole uh, spirit and mindset around entrepreneurship, uh, which is one of our three core pillars. And so today's show, uh, we have our guests are the team, the officers of the team called Germ Genie, and they are one of our JA Fellows teams uh, from university school. And for those that don't know about JA Fellows, JA Fellows is JA's entrepreneurship program where teams of students from each individual school get together, come up with an idea for a company, and they create it, they manage it, they run it. They compete locally for company of the year in our spark tank. And then they have the opportunity to go to the national JA company of the year competition. Um, just to give you a little history, JA has been doing the fellows program for six years now. We have served about 2000 high school students through this program. And it really, in my opinion, is a life changing experience for these students, but we're going to hear from them today. And so each year uh, we've had teams go to nationals. Uh, in most cases, two teams out of our uh, 30 teams will go to nationals. And just so you put that in constant, there are 700 J Fellows teams around the country, and only 15 get selected to go to nationals. So this is quite an honor. And so please help me welcome our students from university schools, Jean, Jean, or blah, blah, Germ Genie Team. That's a mouthful. Welcome, everyone. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hello. So I'm going to ask you all for our audience, if you would just introduce yourself, your name, your year, um, and, and even just give me one highlight, right, of what you got from this, because I want to make sure we get that out there. Like, what was the highlight for you of this experience? So let's start with you, Jonah. Uh, I'm Jonah Lubin. I am a rising senior at uh, NSU University School. And um, JA Fellows program has provided me the opportunity to grow and my passion for business. And that was something that this allowed me to do. Awesome. Thank you. Daniel. Hi, I'm Daniel Guckin. Uh, as, with, as with Jonah, I'm also a rising senior at NSU University School. And Junior Achievement provided me the opportunity to expand my experience specifically within finance, being able to update uh, financial financial spreadsheets in Excel and learning more about, as a CFO, learning more about the financial processes behind running a business. Ah, CFO, that's how I started my career. Jonah, what was your position with the company? I was supply chain manager. So a lot ah. of talking with China, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then this was a tough time to be talking to China. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm sure there were some challenges there. Benjamin. I, I'm Benjamin Stern. I am the head of sales and I'm a rising senior also. And Jay Fellows really taught me how to communicate and to 
to present in front of like uh, large businesses and how to kind of get my voice heard. Awesome. Thank you. Romy. Hi, I'm Romy Price. I'm CMO and I'm a rising senior at NS University School. And honestly, my favorite part of this entire JFL's experience has been getting the opportunity to fly up to Delta's headquarters in Atlanta. It was really such an amazing experience to be able to talk to them and get back from them, and that's not an experience I could have gotten anywhere else. Yeah, that was an amazing opportunity y'all had. And I think, do we have Sonia there? I want to make sure she has the chance. I know we can't see her because she had some surgery. There you are, Sonia. You want to introduce yourself? I'm, oh, I, I'm, ha I'm Henry also. Uh, oh, yes, I was going to get to you, Henry. Sorry, I thought uh, Sonia was still with us. Henry, introduce yourself. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm Henry Horowitz, uh, the CEO. And um, probably, I'm also a rising senior, and probably the most uh, valuable lesson I learned through JA was there's no success without failure. Uh, you have to go through many different steps before you finally reach the final goal. And there's a lot of different things you need to learn along the way. And you follow, I think your brother was part of Jay Fellows. Yeah. Correct? Andrew? Andrew, well, yeah. Yes. So entrepreneurship runs in the family. I love it. <laughs> so this show is really all about talking with leaders and entrepreneurs about the ingredients to their success, right? What makes them and their companies successful? And so first I want to hear uh, just for our audience, you know, just a quick story of how you came up with this idea. I know there's a story to this. Tell us what Germ Genie does and how you came up with the product. So it, it's really an interesting story of, of how Germ Genie kind of, the idea was born. Uh, I was actually flying flying back from New York and I fell asleep on my tray table, just taking a nap like, like everyone does when you're, fly, when you're flying. And I fell asleep on the tray table and I woke up with a horrible rash on my face. And then after that, I started researching the cleanliness of airplane tray tables and found out that they're actually eight times dirtier than a toilet flush button. And then we started developing the product and or we, we noticed that there wasn't any solutions to, to, to block the tray table like from your face or from anything. So my story wouldn't happen to anyone else in the future. And then Germ Genie really wanted to create our own solution. So we came up with uh, the tray table covers. Uh, to, to give that extra barrier. And uh, after we wanted to expand our product line even further to help uphold our mission, uh, to help people stay germ-free on the go. So we made a travel pack that includes um, all the essentials you need for staying germ-free on the go. And then after coronavirus became a pandemic, we wanted to expand our product line even further to help people stay even more protected in these unprecedented times. And um, we added a deluxe package, which includes a KN95 mask, uh, toilet seat covers, shoe covers, and um, a first aid kit for that extra protection. Wow, that's an amazing story. You know, true entrepreneurialism, right, is taking a gap or a need, right, and finding a solution, and that's what you all did. 
And so talk about, I, I'm sure as we got into the pandemic, I think, Joni, you talked about supply chain, right? Yeah. And so yeah. tell me, dealing with China through all of this, you had to have some, some obstacles or challenges that you may have dealt with. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of nights I spent the past six months talking to China at 2 a.m. in the morning some nights um, because there's a 12-hour time difference there. Um, so that alone was a challenge, not to mention the unprecedented times we're in with COVID-19. So we've actually had to sometimes pivot our manufacturers um, because like, for example, um, early in January and February, when COVID-19 was um, really big for China, um, uh, they had to supply all of their face masks to the hospitals. And that's where we usually got our face masks from. So then we actually had to pivot and find a domestic manufacturer for our face masks, which was um, a lot of time and research that had to go into that to make sure that our new, our new manufacturer was just as good as our old one. Um, and that happened for several products um, during several different times, so yeah. Yeah, so pivoting, that was definitely one of the ingredients you all used, right? Yeah, to be successful. yeah for sure. Um, and so I want to touch base, Romy, for a second. So I come from the advertising and uh, business. That's where I started my career. And I know how important marketing and advertising can be to the success of a company. Right? You can have the best product in the world, but if nobody knows you have it, then it's really not going to be that successful. So talk a little bit about what you did to make sure that people were aware of your product because I know you had to help the sales guys, right? You had to help Benjamin sell. So how, what did you do to market and what was the, the story and how your strategy? So I think the most important thing for us was to have the dedication to constantly reach out to magazines and editorials that we thought um, our company would be a perfect fit for. So we were constantly that, you know, local newspapers, local editorials, and that was obviously a driving part in our sales because people in our community that didn't go to our school were able to see our products. And another thing that we did was selling in our school, which was the moms at our school for kids K through 12 is like one of our biggest target markets. And getting the opportunity to sell there and to publish our products in our school newsletter and on our morning news was a great driving part in our sales also. Awesome, yeah, it's all about telling that story and getting it out there for sure. Um, and I know I saw the piece that they did, I think was on channel, was it 10? On NBC6. NBC6, I knew it was one of them. Um, and so, so, and that leads to sales, right? So if we market our product really, really well, which you learn, um, then it all leads to sales. So Benjamin, what was your, greatest sales accomplishment like i raise money and not sales right it's the same thing um i'm just asking for money for a mission instead of a product and so there there are some that really stick out in my mind when i think about my sales um history what was the one that sticks out for you um well there are multiple things that we've that we've gone through throughout this six months that have really stuck out but the, in terms of sales that we've actually made AutoNation, we sold around 2,000 bags to AutoNation, which was a really, really big sale and a huge accomplishment. And we were all super, super proud about, about that one. 
Um, but we're still actually working with Delta, working on a sale with them, um, working with UNCS to try to get our product into stores. Um, so we're all really, really excited about all these upcoming opportunities that we have for more major big sales. Awesome. So tell me what was, and, and any one of you can jump in here. Um, you know, when you talk about, Romy, you talk about making uh, connections with the media outlets. You talk about AutoNation and Delta, right? And, and making those sales and making those um, connections. What's the key to all of that, right? Supply chain. What, what would you say is one of the keys to that success, right? I think one of the keys to start off with is definitely persistent engagement in terms of speaking with companies and even uh, directly to consumers. Uh, customer service and persistent engagement was key. Our policy for GermGenie was to respond to all emails within 12 hours, but we typically did it within six because we always wanted to keep in talks with companies. We didn't want to just let them hanging. We wanted to show that we were interested, which we, which we definitely were and upholding our mission of helping people stay germ-free, which meant more, more sales for us. So we were always in talks with companies, keeping updated through emails to show that we were engaged. Um, and even further talking about customer service, we included thank you notes in every package we sent out because we wanted to include that extra touch for that, for that personal touch we wanted to add. So those, that, those were just a few things that really helped give us that boost for more sales and to drive for our mission of helping people stay germ-free. And um, just to add on to what Daniel said, we really wanted to educate people about germs, especially when COVID-19 became a pandemic. A lot of people didn't know how, how long um, germs could last on different surfaces or how long allergens could last on surfaces. And we provided um, that, that education for them. We told them the statistics and on the back of every insert has three great uh, facts about germs. And, and just that's been a key part of Germ Genie is educating people about how harmful germs are and how they could impact your life. Love it. So how important were relationships in some of your success, right? Getting a deal, you know, Jonah, you talked about um, working with vendors, right? That were overseas. Um, you talked about sales with AutoNation, with Delta. You know, those things happen sometimes because of, you know, connections that we get. How important was it that you used your circles of influence, right? Your circles of people that you knew to help you make those connections and get in those doors. That's a skill set. And so how much did that play into your success? It was definitely very helpful. Um, you really don't realize uh, how many people, how, who knows who until you really try, like five people know five people and then and another five people know five people, it just keeps going. And that's really how we, we were able to get in contact with these, with these different people, uh, like through just looking them up and, and just being persistent, like Daniel said, um, not, not letting really anything phase us uh, if if we had if we had a goal in mind, we or a company in mind, we would just go to the internet and and search as much as we could to to find their emails and and the who to contact even because once once we found that person to contact and we told them our story and our products, they, they really they really connect with us and and 
want want to want to work with us in the future. And also yeah, in terms of, in terms of huh. Benjamin. In in terms of networking, one lesson we learned is uh you can't let things come to you. We have to be proactive and talking to people, being in communication with people. Cause like I guess in the beginning we we were uh we were novices, we were beginners in terms of starting our own business. And sometimes we weren't as proactive and we learned along the way so that we needed to be proactive in uh, contacting people with communications, um, always reaching out to people who might know other people. And that's why we did have that. We tried to excel in customer service because that's when people start talking and saying, oh, look, look at Germany, look at what they're doing. Uh, that, that's kind of unique. So yeah. we, did, we didn't want to wait for things to come to us. We learned along the way. We learned along the way and we wanted to jump on those opportunities. Amazing. Yeah. Joan, I think you were gonna add something too. Um, well, personally, relationships, as you stated, um, were very important. Uh, I chose for the bags, I chose this manufacturer, um, I think in October or November. And since then, we still talk very often um, to try and improve our product along the way because we don't want to just stay stagnant with our original product back in October. Um, so having a relationship has allowed me over time to sometimes negotiate lower prices, negotiate different options that they have. Um, and it's always good to know that if we need bags that I know who to go, go to. And that applies to um, a bunch of different manufacturers we have and not just manufacturers, but people building those relationships with CEOs of companies um, or um, other lead people in companies has allowed us to feel more of a connection with them. Yeah, Benjamin, did you have something too? Yeah, actually, um, I had a really good example of that. Um, we have a really good relationship with UNCS. We originally went to them to try and see if we could, uh, like if they could help us get into stores, but, right, but now, we're kind of using them as a mentor also. They've actually provided great advice to us. They're, they're helping us make our decisions on what to do next in our company, as well as trying to get us into major uh, big box retail stores. Um, so that relationship is actually really important to the company. Um, it's making us, it's helping us like progress in the right direction. And so did you all have mentors as you were going through the, pro, uh, the program with JA? Did you have mentors who worked with your team? Yeah, we did. Miss um, Abijanette and Miss Houston were our mentors from the very beginning, and they continue to help us from this day. And none of this would be possible without the help from both of them. Um, they helped us along the way in every single step. And I think Daniel can add on to that. Yeah, I can add on. So there were also the team that uh, participated last year in Vibes, which is the company last year from Junior Achievement of South Florida, who are now seniors, offered to be sort of senior advisors for us to oh. help us in the beginning stages of running our company, provide us some lessons on what they went through uh, so we could pivot around those obstacles. So they also acted as guidance along with Ms. Abhijanet and Ms. Houston, Houston, like Jonas said. Another yeah. mentor that we had was Ms. Martin, who, as you know, has been doing JA for since it started at school. And we've been really lucky to have her and use her advice throughout the years we've competed in Yeah, I think mentors are so important. So keeping them throughout your life, right? Um, so 
I'm sure besides the logistical piece, right, with the supply chain, there must have been some other challenges along the way, right? So one, I'd love to hear what they were and how you overcame them. Um, and then just about challenges in general, right? Because nothing ever goes smoothly um, in life, unfortunately. Um, so talk a little bit, if anybody else, I know you, you had supply chain challenges, but Jonah, it sounds like you just stayed on it and kept finding other opportunities for it. So love the tenacity. What other things did you deal with along the way that you had to overcome as a team? So uh, really creating this product from just an idea was was a really rewarding process. Um, as 16 year olds, we, we've never really created a product from scratch, uh, especially because there aren't a lot of things on the market like our airplane tray table placemats. We really had to figure out the design, the material, what adhesive strip to use, like so many different aspects that go into the tray table covers that we didn't even think of. And uh, it, it, really, it really took a long time, but it, it was really such a rewarding process to, to finally be able to, to hold our, our product in our hand and say like, we made this. Um, it, it, was, it was amazing. Um, yeah. Another challenge we had to face was in, was packaging each of the Dermagenies and kind of keeping up with the demand. It took us a while to individually package them because we um, we had to like fold the tray, the headrest covers individually and and fold the gloves together individually and it just took a while together. Um, but we ended up getting a, a big team of production. We we went during our lunches, during all of our breaks to fulfill all the orders we, we got throughout the day and our big orders with AutoNation and Memorial. Um, so it was really important that we were, that we worked hard and kind of worked together through, throughout, like, throughout the day, whenever we had time, it was important to get our stuff. So, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges I can tell you as a CEO is, is building your company's culture, right? and getting people to work together, do what they say they're gonna do, right? That accountability piece. So and I wanna ask you, Henry, how, as president, right? Was that ever something, like, did you ever think about the team that you were, that, that you were creating in this company, the culture, the values that were important to you, and how did you manage to get, how many 16-year-olds on the same page? I wanna hear it because I need your help. So honestly, this is this is a great group of people. Uh, th there wasn't too much uh, do do your do your work. It was more proactive, uh, doing more than they really needed to, and coming to the meetings extra prepared with all the information like need, needed to to expand our business even further. And um, something that that really brought us all together from the beginning was that we all were passionate about giving back to the community. And we wanted to incorporate that into our business as well. So we gave 10% um, of our profits um, to Junior Achievement of South Florida to, to give uh, future entrepreneurs the same, the same uh, opportunity we had. And 10% uh, of our profits to Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, to um, a premier hospital in South Florida. And actually in the month of June, we're donating 10% of our profits to the Equal Justice Initiative. And um, in, a, in a couple of weeks, we are gonna be donating 250 um, protective kits uh, 
to first responders who don't have the resources to get this personal protective equipment. We're going to give them one can 95 mask, hand sanitizer, gloves, medical masks, just so they can perform their job safely because they normally don't have this personal protective equipment. And we wanted to provide that, that um, medium to give it to them. That's amazing. So I want to read you back because I think sometimes we don't realize till we see it. And usually, by the way, we film this show at the kitchen at JA World, but you're all in my kitchen today. So, uh, but, so we usually have a whiteboard where we read back all your ingredients, but I've been taking notes while you've been talking. And so I want you to hear some of the ingredients to the success of your team. Your passion for giving back, pivoting was a critical skill that you had to learn to use that there's always going to be failure and success. Um, relationships, building those relationships and maintaining them. Persistent engagement, uh, customer service, educating people, connections and relationships, taking initiative, networking, being proactive, uh, having mentors, whether they're peer-to-peer -peer or, or adults and, and others outside of your field, hard work, teamwork, and having the right people on the team. That's an amazing recipe for success. And so I, I think I want to hire you all, first of all, as soon as you are ready. Uh, we're ready for you. Um, but I also want to say, so what's, what's the future? Because you're talking now a lot about continuing to do this work. Are you going to form an LLC? Or are you going to keep this company going? What does the future look like for Jerem Genie? So we actually, so we actually formed an LLC. So we started the LLC after we liquidated our company with Junior Achievement, because us five are really passionate about upholding our mission of helping people stay germ-free. We're passionate about our company, and we weren't ready to give up the success we've had. And the more success that's in the future, we weren't ready to just give it up. That's not the entrepreneurial spirit that we have. So we formed the LLC. And like Benji mentioned earlier, we, there are many upcoming opportunity, sales opportunities that we are looking into. And we are in communication with multiple big box retailers, as well as a commercial airline that Benji mentioned and others. So sales opportunities are on the horizon. And like Henry said, a big part of our company is giving back to the community. And that hasn't given up, that hasn't ended with Junior Achievement, that is still continuing with our company and going even stronger. We're donating, like Henry said, we're still donating portions of our profits and helping to give back to the community because we know that our company can make a difference and we're not just gonna sit back and um, have success without giving back to the community, the people that we love. So there's many opportunities on the horizon and uh, Germ Genie is not going anywhere anytime soon. I love it, I love it. So tell me if you could share one thing with future uh, JA fellow entrepreneur students. Um, first of all, would you advise other students across our county to do this program? And if you did, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? I'll start with you, Jonah. Um, I 100% recommend uh, JA fellows. Um, before JA fellows, I had no clue what I wanted to do in my future. And this experience, the hands-on real life experience um, is something that you, you'll never get um, at this age. Uh, and JA Fellows provides that. And um, also one lesson that I think can apply to all future 
young entrepreneurs is just expand on your passion, um, put in the hard work that goes along with the passion. Don't be involved in something if you don't love it. And once you love it, work hard to achieve your goals. Love it. Daniel. Uh, no doubt in my mind, Junior Achievement of Junior Achievement was an essential program for me and I know everyone else on our team uh, to help our, build our uh, the fundamentals of business. Uh, creating your own business is an experience that you can't learn in the classroom. I do take a, a business class in the Houston, but it's not the same. Creating your own business, expanding it, learning all the ideas is essential. And it was an amazing opportunity that couldn't have gotten anywhere else. So anyone else, if you're watching, you need to take, uh, you need to do junior achievement. And one lesson I have is pursue with an idea or company that you love and that you're passionate about. If not in, in sales meetings, it really showed from us five that we were passionate about our company. We loved our product and we know it will help people. So that showed in sales meetings and when talking to people over the phone or on Zoom. So if you're thinking about creating your own company through junior achievement, or even just in general, love your product and love your mission. Love it. Romy. So obviously, JA has been the most amazing experience from the beginning at the first junior achievement event. We were able to receive feedback from our company, which obviously we took and expanded on, which was essential to the fundamentals and building of our company. And I think something I took from this is that you can have success without working with a team that are also like-minded and as determined as you are. If everyone shares the same passions and shares the same determination and hard work, that's the only way that you're gonna get things done. And we've been so lucky to have this group um, that are so determined and passionate for our company and are willing to do anything we do in order to continue. Love it. I'm going to save the president for last, Henry. I'm going to skip over to Benji, as you call him. Um, well, of course, I'd 100% recommend this experience. It's really allowed me to grow as a person, and it's changed my life pretty much. It, it's allowed me to know what I'm going to do for the future, because now I know I want to go to business school, um, which I didn't know before. And one thing I would um, teach people coming into Junior Achievements to let them know is that teamwork really makes the dream work. Like I, I know it's like a, like a phrase you kind of just like throw around it, but like it's true. Like you need to be really, really good with working with your team. You need to understand your partners. You need to um, be on top of what you were assigned to do and to make sure everything runs smoothly. If you're trusted to have a job like one of us were, then it's important that we would succeed in, in, our, in our job and, and fulfill the company needs. So, Love it. Henry, I'm going to end with you as the president uh, to share your perspective um, with everybody. And what would you tell future entrepreneurs? JA Fellows really has been an incredible experience. Uh, I couldn't imagine a few months ago that we would be, we would have created a business and liquidated it within seven months. I, I thought that was unfathomable at first, but after doing the whole process, it, it's really been an incredible experience. And um, something that I've really learned throughout this whole process was like, don't let failure get in the way. Failure is really just a building block for success. And um, you can't, you can't get to, 
you can't reach the final point without failure along the way. Uh, just keep keep bringing yourself back up and and keep expanding your business, even though you know that that you might fail. It's it's imperative to to fail for the for your future, and it's it's you learn incredible lessons along the way, and um, you just learn through failure, and that that's really uh, an incredible thing that I learned through through JI Fellows. Wow. I just, I, I can't tell you how proud of you we are at Junior Achievement um, to watch, you know, for me, the reason I love this program so much is because we actually get to see young people like you transform. I mean, you you all just talked about, right, that what, what you experienced and it's in my mind and, and with the way I watch it, it's transformational. And so, so proud of you and how you took this opportunity to grow and to learn and to do something and to give back, right? Which is the most important thing. You know, we have another company from a couple of years ago who wanted to keep their company going, but they were all going off to college. And so we're actually helping them. Um, and while they're away at school, Jay will, will run, help operate the company, but they'll still be a part of it. Um, know that we are here for you, anything that we can do to help you. Um, but I love that you are can continue uh, I hope that you'll come back and tell your story to the, our future JA Fellow students, whether it's virtually or in person. We'll see what happens over the next few months um, because you are tremendous ambassadors for this program, for our organization. And by the way, I have to tell you, Dr. Hanbury is always so proud uh, of you students. And so I had the chance to have him on the show a couple of weeks ago. And so he always brags about his young students. Uh, in the entrepreneurial program. So you are making him proud. I want to thank each and every one of you for your dedication, for your hard work, um, and for being open to learning and growing. And so thank you and congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And to everyone watching, thanks so much for being with us today. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Jay's Recipe for Success. Let's get cooking. <laughs>